Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you feeling a bit animated? Well, come on over to the Wicked Anime Podcast on the Nerdy Show Network, a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to animation, Japanese culture, and all things anime. With a true industry perspective, we're always diving deeper than school uniforms and tentacle monsters. Join us on the Wicked Anime Podcast, nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime. It's Wicked A! The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com. So last episode was our 20th design episode. Boosh. The big two zero. We don't look a day over 10 That's episodes. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. Liam's weathered it poorly. Yeah. My beard's growing significantly longer than I generally let it go, but I think I look ruggedly handsome with it. What do you, what do you think about right. the beard growth? Yeah. I have to see you outside in the sun. I don't. Why? We have a, not, not under this we, super harsh light. I was going to say, we have a star right above us. We just we just replaced the uh, the light in this room with a 100-watt LED, and it is punishing. It is, it is so just, bright. It looks great when we're playing. Oh, yeah. No, but every time you like your eyes wander even slightly up, you're like, oh, yeah. that is bright. Amazing for playing, though. It's the best oh, yeah. it's been. No, yeah. it's great. Just don't look up ever. So uh, last episode, we did the mock combat of a mock boss fight. And it told us a lot about how tough we're going to have to make bosses to compensate yeah. for not even the new abilities you get, because we don't even have all those, just the increase in damage and the steady increase in player health. And I think it might be easy to test a couple more things, just small, and then come up with a formula that will work for GMs. Dice tier system. Felt yeah. good. Oh, it felt great. Didn't see any problems with it. Let's consider it our MO from here forward. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is that has been alpha tested. We're bringing it into beta, definitely. All right. Now, we don't have Doug today, but I got a bunch of stuff. Did Doug journey to the center of the earth? I heard that's where he's at now. That's where he's, that's where he gets his nanobots. Oh. Canada dried up. Oh, really? Yeah. Had to go to that subterranean the hollow earth or yeah. Something. yeah. Yeah. Well, the Morlocks, you know, they get Good technology. That's true. Cool technology. Yeah. You figure, like, the Eloi, they know everything about the technology. They live in the technologically yeah. advanced society. That's more of a Morlock than an Eloi, definitely, though, right? Yeah, I think we all are, to be fair. I've got a bunch of stuff I want to discuss. Um, yes. A bunch of ideas. Small stuff first. We were talking about shield bashing as a mechanic, and I thought of two mechanics, and the way they work is not mutually exclusive. We can try to change them here. Do so, they have an opinion? Would they have an opinion? Those two mechanics, did they have an opinion on seal bashing? Yes. <laughs> so I was thinking, uh, one is, so you invoke an opportunity attack from an enemy. Uh-huh. And before the opportunity attack is rolled against you, if it hits, it deals no damage, but the attack against you is canceled. Well, maybe the attack against anybody. Maybe that's the shield bash thing. It's just, like you just stop them from yeah. taking opportunity attacks. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got a lot of ways to take opportunity attacks at Citadel, but not really ways to shut them down. Yeah. Or an enemy provokes an opportunity attack from you by attacking, and you make an opportunity attack, deal no damage, and their attack is canceled. That's nice. I like. I prefer that, and that feels very on brand. So you shut down... Opportunity attacks around you. That adds to everyone's mobility around you. No, it, it, you shut down... This is... They make an attack. Oh, okay, yeah. I like the first one, I think, where you shut down. Here's an argument for the second one that I think is not as obvious as the first one. You get up in a mage's face. Yeah. The mage is casting in your face. Whether or not you hit them with your opportunity attack, they still get that spell off. Yeah. In the second example, you cancel the spell they're casting with your shield. You smack them. I like that. So, first one, you shut down opportunity attacks of an enemy. Uh Second one, you shut down enemies' attacks. I like the second one. Okay. We'll go with number two. I, want, I do say that now being a DM against a Citadel character. They're frustrating. Man, they don't do damage. But they change the way you have to approach a party so heavily that they are always a consideration. Which is, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of players who won't enjoy 
affecting the game board that way. Mm-hmm. But if you can learn to enjoy it, you have to know you're a pain in the ass. That just everything gets thrown yeah. at you, and you just shrug it all off, and you're like, "You're wasting resources on me. This is great. That's mm-hmm. all I want you to do. Just keep doing that." It's fun, especially when you mix it with command. Oh my god, yeah. Else to do. It's a good time. So, command step three needs a new feature. Okay. Well, it just needs to have one. It's light. Command step three is the lightest of all the step threes. Uh, don't want to deal with that yet. All right. Because of something else I want to bring up. Ice block for the ice mage that we thought we do it and take no damage. I think cryostasis. All right. How about that? Yeah, That's yeah. a little more. That's a little more erd. I like the idea that some science fiction terms bleed in. Yeah. Occasionally, fun. just because it works for us. All right. Potions. Yes. Let's just use the dice tier system to determine their strength. Okay. Instead of instead of anything else. So instead of plus five intervals, it'll be plus two intervals because we reduced the effectiveness of alchemical kits to plus two from plus five. All right. So it starts at 10. If you roll a 10, it's tier one. And then every two after that increases. So the alchemical kit moves you up a tier. Yes. Base. That's really what it does functionally. Yep. yep. That feels very elegant and very nice. So like, if you roll on the dice... Let's say Chuki, who has an intelligence of three, I believe. Yes. Chuki has an intelligence of three, is an alchemist, has plus eight, has an alchemy kit, plus two. That's plus ten. Yeah, that's rolls five a, tiers. Rolls a 14. She's at 24, right? That potion will heal for 3d4. That doesn't seem broken at all. Fine. Yeah. Okay, then let's do that. And if we tie the math to the dice tier system, they don't need to reference any other book. They just look at their character sheet and it tells them. For certain things, where like other effects are going to have to be... Yes. No, parsed I'm out in different ways. Just for potions. Yeah. But for uh, health potions and probably like damage bonus might work the bombs, same way. Bombs, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Stuff yeah, that yeah. deals damage, yeah. Yeah, but but things like the speed potion that you come, yeah. come up with has nothing to do with dice tier. I hope I planted a flag where the idea that like potions that do crazy things have real cool drawbacks too. I like it. It's like the Witcher in a way. Yeah. And I and I like the fact that stuff like that does exist in other RPGs, but they're built into characters generally and it to be your character you have to take major drawbacks i like the idea that there are major drawbacks and you do have to worry about them to do so however you have to make a very conscious decision because you might not be able to handle my strongest potion potions i'm telling you i'm going into battle i think we limit the number of potions people can have just by their very nature all right and i'll explain this so since they're easier to make these these health potions Uh we limit you can make one per every 12 hours Okay. So it takes a half day to make one. How long do they last in your inventory? Maybe all alchemical Ooh. items are volatile. Do they last a week? Because then you can have a maximum of 14. Yeah. Or do they last four days? I think a week is nice. Okay. Yeah. Health potions last a week. I do want to say this. I want to keep putting in side notes as reminders to us all. Mm-hmm. If we do do alchemist as a sidestep, that's we, already, we would name it something else. Yeah, but that's already a neat side feature. Was like, oh, your stuff lasts twice as long now because you're, mm. you're like, it could literally just be preserver or preserves or something. So if we material components aren't, I don't really like worrying about them too much unless the potion is so powerful. Yeah, but let's say something like potion of speed. Uh-huh. What if it takes like forty-eight hours to make and it'll last for two days? Yeah, you got to use it in that time or it's gone. You have to roll. You have to roll like above a fifteen uh-huh. for it to work, and you can't try again until because you won't know until it's done. It's done. Yeah, I feel like stuff like that adds a lot of flavor to the game and a lot of prep. Yeah, which is fun in a way that. Um, well, it's a it's a different mechanic. It's a different vibe, and yeah, you cannot do that. You could just be an alchemist and only make health potions, mm-hmm. and you'll be incredibly effective. Yeah, but uh, do you only make? Can you only make one potion at a time? So you have to choose between making a health potion and a... I will say that you you can make more than one potion at a time. Mm-hmm. You can only make one type of potion at a time. What if the difficulty increases by two for the number of simultaneous potions? That works for me. You're making so if, a bigger batch. Yeah, so if I'm, making, if I'm making a health potion and a speed potion, the difficulty for both increases by two. Okay, but what if you're making two health potions? Oh, I think you can only make one of one kind. At a time. Oh, I was going to say the opposite. I, I would. I think you'd make only one of one kind, but you can make a bigger batch, and it just makes it harder. Mm, maybe because you would have like one cauldron set up. Yeah, you can make health potion. You could. Ha- you'd have to carry around two alchemy sets. Yes, for two different kinds of potions. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you just make a again a bigger batch mm-hmm. and you divide them. Or we just why don't we just push that down the line as a better item? Yeah, as a better alchemy alchemist kit. Like Multiple twin, stage, twin yeah. bowl. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It increases your alchemy check by plus four instead of plus two, and you can make two potions at once, and there's no bet. That's no solid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or you could just carry around two. It'd just be a pain in the ass. Should... And, and this is just a flavor thing. This this won't have this will have very little effect on when and how it's used. But should individual potions have different delivery methods, like drinking it, crushing it, injecting, rubbing it onto your skin, throwing it like in yes. an enemy's face, blowing it at yes, somebody? Yes, like, definitely. Okay. I I don't want you to drink a potion of armor. I want you to cover yourself in it. Mm-hmm. So potion of speed should only be snortable. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, good. it should yeah, be like smelling idea. salts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, ammonia. I do, I don't want direct powder ingesting if if possible, but yeah, the idea that you'd use a uh, like a smelling salt delivery or even like red eye or something for um, yeah, ocular yeah. advantages I like that. So I I went to your potion of speed and I said we should call it like overdrive potion. Uh-huh. That way it's like you are yes banging on all cylinders and um, to put the mechanics into defined space. Uh, you increase speed by 1d6 until the end of the scene. And that's every turn you move, you roll mm-hmm. a d6 and see how much more you get. And falling to zero HP grants a condition one tier higher than it normally would. Yeah. And that was your idea as well. And then other stuff like overgrowth, uh, you know, whatever local flora in the area, you throw this on the ground and something will sprout up and create difficult terrain or something like that. And we can create different kinds of things that are more appropriate to... Yeah. Like different kinds of effects because it's it's location specific, not potion specific. Mm-hmm. Cacti would be dope for that. Yeah, I was thinking if you're in the desert, it's we just we we should write down like location ideas of like desert lichen if you're in like a you know a, a tomb or ruins and stuff like that. And there's also a secondary advantage of vines, obviously taking a long time to have to develop potions. Where if you're running the game and someone starts making that, you're like. Oh, time to figure that out on this end, mm-hmm. like, before the next session. All right. But you can always fail. You can fail at creating these potions. Uh, okay. I was just thinking overgrowth thrown onto a sequoia or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a second sequoia sprouts out of the side. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but only in the amount of area, like, branches come out in a, a yeah. specified size of area. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to talk about equipment slots. All right. Our first rule, I believe, was three plus... Two plus your endurance is uh-huh. what you can carry. I think that's not right. Okay. Um, okay. So let's let's think about. But what's a good rubric for this? Maybe three plus your endurance is appropriate for what you can carry on your back. Anything you have equipped doesn't take away. All right. I like your that. Slots. Does that make sense? Yeah. You can have something on your belt, and it, mm-hmm. it's not really that difficult to have something on your belt. If you have more than that on you in combat, you move at half or maybe your speed is two period yeah like you 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 can't move faster than two than two spaces you cannot disengage uh and you lose your dexterity to your armor or to to your dodge yeah okay so you're that's harsh but awesome that's a lot of weight yeah you gotta drop your pack you know um but if you need to just travel you can have a rucksack yeah rucksack you don't want to fight with that you'll drop that rucksack the moment people come out of the you know so so let's do that let's say equipped items don't count against your total you you can carry whatever you can carry, three plus endurance. Yeah, that works. And then double that without being slowed. You're not encumbered with double that. That's where the cargo pants come in. <laughs> so yeah. let's let's make encumbered. If you enter combat with that, you're encumbered. Yes. If you're not fighting, you're not encumbered. If you go over double the amount, you're encumbered again. Uh-huh. Does that mm-hmm. does that sound too confusing? Or that I think that's, that's uh, okay. there is an easier way to put that, but I understand what you're saying. Okay. All right. So we'll just make encumbered a thing. I like nuts and bolts episodes. And I'm going to make uh, the second page of your character sheet focused more on equipment. I'm going to remove the abilities from it since the uh-huh. rule book is going to take over that. We came up with the idea that champion, maybe at step four or five, could get a bonus for sparing a foe. Uh-huh. Like it, not for not at the end of combat, but like if you start and you say, "I'm sparing you," like you make a show of it. Like if you've if you've dealt damage to this character, you can choose to spare them to get what until the end of the scene. More composure, I would say. Yeah, I like that. Maybe, maybe just for defenses, you maybe, just double. You could maybe just, just to your composure defenses and your composure skill checks. Yeah, right. I like that. So plus two, solid. Is that per enemy you spare or no? I think you got it once. Flat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because nobody's gonna be oppressed the second time. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, he, you're just stalling. I choose to spare all of you. Go home. We haven't done anything yet. <laughs> 
I'm sparing you. There's you s- cannot attack my composure. Yeah. There's, There's 60 plus of 20. us. <laughs> so, well, two episodes ago, I think we made a huge gaffe about what Citadel should get. And we started talking about a Squire and a Standard Bearer. Uh-huh. And those are two different things. And it's very embarrassing because if anybody should be designating a Standard Bearer, it should be Command. Yeah, you're right. What if Citadel's focus is their armor? Okay. And instead of getting a squire at this level, they start to build their own heraldry. All right. So what does that do for them? That's a good question. Maybe we can create a list of things, okay, like uh, a list of symbols that you can put on your armor and or on your shield or whatever you want, and each one gives a small bonus, uh-huh. just, just a small, and you pick, you pick one. And then when you take another step down Citadel, you get a second one, and the previous one increases. And they each do something different. Until you have, I don't know, four symbols or something. like. And, and when I say symbols, I don't mean like the images, but like you say, oh, well, I want it to be bisected you know, from the right. Or I want a picture of a mountain, and then there's this thing. And maybe three fires instead of two. You know, things like that. Yeah. I think that that is more in line with the knightly idea of them. Also, that implants a lot of versatility into, role a, in, into role-playing, but also potentially mechanically into a maybe the most specific path. Yeah. And then we got to have the whole rules of the College of Arms, right, with tinctures and... Can you explain? Do you, do you want me to to really invest myself in that? Because I've already started. Oh, to make my heraldry for Adria, I had to... Can you, can, to... Can you go into some background, Max? Okay. I am part of a medieval recreation society where we fight with not foam weapons, actual weapons. And once you've reached a certain level, you're knighted. And you can get your own heraldry, but you must follow the rules of the College of Arms. It is very strict of what can actually go on a shield. So I was just thinking it would be funny if we added that full like forty-page rulebook to our rulebook. Like you can get this, but here's what you can only do. Uh, I think we can make, make it a lot own. easier by only giving you certain options. Yes. Yeah, you, and and the, it's very clear what what happens. I, I'm not even concerned with... I think people should be able to, you know, sit down and draw whatever. You just give them some examples. Well, I think that being specific, I would say, for instance, a landscape feature would be one. Okay, thing. yes. All and right. you pick what that is. Um, so you'd say, it's a mountain. It's a, a weapon. tree. Yeah, and you'd say a weapon, a an animal, a mythical animal, um, an element, you know, so like you could put a snowflake on your shield or, a, you know, a fire or... An emblem of like an emblem like a harp or a emblem yeah. of home or something a, like that. A uh, a body part. Yes. So if you put skulls, a dick on fists. there, you can do it. Yeah, but skulls, fists. Um, there are ones with feet on them. Yep. De- defeated feet. enemy. You know, like a defeated foe. Like if you slew a dragon, you put you want to put a dragon on your on your shield. That sounds awesome. Yeah. But then we can go into horizontal stripes, vertical stripes, chevrons. Yes. That kind of thing. And Checky. What's that? The checker pattern. Yes. We can have a list of maybe four things at level four. Exactly as generic as I said. Uh-huh. Each okay. one gives a gives a bonus. And maybe at level six, there's four more things. Or maybe maybe five. Maybe just start it early and you build your heraldry yeah. right now, starting at four. That's very cool. I like that. So any problems you foresee no. out the gate? What kind of bonuses would you give? Plus one to dodge? Plus one to dodge, like, but also just think about like, let's make, let's do some, let's do some, let's start with role play bonuses, right? I think it would be composure. I, I, I they need mechanic bonuses. They too, do. Though. Well, role play bonuses are mechanical bonuses in this sense. What I'm I saying think, they, like, they need combat bonuses too. I, I, still does one thing, and and I get why they're interesting. But add if you if you just add one or two damage to every citadel hit. That would probably be, from a gameplay perspective, not a huge deal. But man, would that make your rolling tank feel cooler? Mm-hmm. And it would be, it, I think it's a an impressive investment for the player to a negligible amount of damage to a GM. Mm-hmm. Well, we could also say like pick a body part, and it doesn't matter. Like you get to f- figure out the role play reason why it is what it yeah. is. But if you pick the body part one you get a plus two damage bonus against specific enemy types i i could even say you pick an animal you get plus two just base plus two damage there there are features that are way better than that in general and then you just attach a role play element and a very slight static bonus Mm -hmm. i agree that 
the plus two to hit or anything like that would be. Yeah, it would be plus two to damage. Uh, plus two to hit would be way more important yeah. than plus two to damage. Well, plus yeah, two to damage well, plus two be. because because hit does not scale like damage. No. Yeah, yeah. So all right, I like plus two to damage. Just mm-hmm. leave it at that plus two. Yeah. Okay. Animal plus two to damage. That could be one of the options. And, yeah. Well, let's let's just it. lay out the what the bonuses are. Right. I don't want to assign them to a thing yet. Yeah. Okay. Plus two damage. I think um, increase your movement by one. Like that. Yeah. Speed by one. Yep. Plus two to all composure related checks. Yes. Works. And then and that that's by the way not um, not composure damage. Yeah. Because if you yeah. wanted damage, you'd pick the damage one. Yeah. Yeah. But defense. Yeah. Composure defense. Um. Let's see. So plus two damage, plus one speed. Two of those are aggressive. One of those is defensive. Let's get one more defensive. Oh, five HP. You're just stalwart. Five HP and plus one more every every step after. Ooh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That could be the stripes. Oh no! I think that would be like you if you're going to associate that. You're gonna, that tower, castle, door. You want a physical barrier. Okay. Build, Wall. Building. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine is a bridge under stars. Let's just think of things very tangentially related. I think right. landscape feature goes to speed. Yes. So tree, mountain, cloud. Mm-hmm. Very fast things. <laughs> well, just no, it, but it's, it, it involves it's, travel. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Plus two to composure. Would you say... Um, that so, would be a deed, something you've done. Yeah. Because that's why you have the two to composure. Because people are like, "Oh shit, that guy did that." An object, like inanimate object, important to you? Yes. Yeah, and un- unconnected to war. Yeah, a, a non, a non martial object. Yeah, non martial object. A book, a mm-hmm. scroll, even a scepter. Scepter, yeah. yeah. A crown, a butt, a top hat, a top hat. Butt would be a body part, Max. Come on, this is cool because we can make all of these objects. And then the next step in the heraldry, we can say it's a checkerboard pattern or uh-huh. it's a it's a line, you know, or something like that. And they've picked one object and they can fill it out however yeah. they want. Plus two damage. Would that I'm be a beast? I'm saying beast, lion, dragon, ram, hippo. Who cares? Dillo. Uh, beast. And the extra HP? Structure. Structure. So uh, man-made structure. Mine would seriously just be a door. Or even even something like a keyhole yep. would work. Yep. Well, that would almost be a non-martial object if it's a keyhole. So we'll say like man-made. Yeah, so under ours right now, you would get 5 HP plus 1 per level. Oh, and the stars is plus 2 to intelligence checks. Mm, fuck yeah. We could, that'll be next. We could yeah. say celestial object. That would be, yeah. Moon, sun, stars. Okay, heraldry. Beast, plus 2 to damage. Landscape, plus 1 to speed. Non-martial object is plus 2 to comm checks. And man-made structure is 5 HP plus 1 per level. I love this idea. It's not enough for step 4. We should add a static, no matter what, just heraldry out of combat bonus. Yeah, so once you pick, a, once you pick your heraldry... Yeah, no matter what your heraldry represents or what that, that does for you in battle, what that allows you to do socially, because that's the main point yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, it would be... You'd be recognizable because it's your name. Like I, I, the way that people always present heraldry is that they re- represent a family. That's not what they were used for at all. Right. They were for an individual. Yeah, you didn't didn't get passed down. Like that's yeah. not how it works. Oh, it did. Sometimes it would be passed down in families, but it was through to another individual, very specifically. Yeah. How about we create the next category with four more things, and you pick any two. Oh, I'm saying just having it should give you a thing. Well, I think no we say that when we describe heraldry, but maybe not a mechanical benefit. We're like, you you begin to be known. Yeah. This is a thing that people will have heard of you. The GM, you know, it's obvious up to the GM whether or not somebody's heard of you. You run into a cave of goblins across the planet. Who the fuck knows who you are? But one, neg- one of them is really into jousting, though, and yeah. does. He's <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like negative deception rolls. Like, I am Jim. No, you're not. <laughs> you're obviously Carl. I yeah. know you're, you're yeah. tabard, Carl. You're wearing your heraldry right now. Mm-hmm. So what do we say? Uh, chevrons? Okay. Well, actually, okay. So let's think of more bonuses before we get into what they are, right? Yeah. Are we think We're thinking background? No, I think bonuses. These should be a step above the last ones. No, no. These are for same tier. Oh, you same pick, tier? You pick two. Oh, you pick two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's again think... Too defensive, too aggressive. 
I like that split. Fortitude defense? Mm, that's not a thing in this. Or, or like com- endurance. Uh, endurance? Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You go with the composure. Yeah, let's do that. I think it can even just increase your endurance by one. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Plus two to hit on opportunity attacks. They already have that as a feature? Exactly. How about... double. Okay. But that's also a specific thing that yeah. you might not want to choose based on your party composition, which is nice. Okay, so plus two to hit on OAs. Or you can, or do you want to do damage instead? No. Okay. Plus one to endurance. Uh, I think, how about something like um, a bonus against getting hit by opportunity attacks? Okay. How about just increase your dodge? Yeah. Yeah. By... Or should we increase in- dex or increase dodge? Dodge, because dex is also to hit. So increase your dodge by one. Yeah. Okay. And what do we have? I think we have two defensive, one aggressive right now. Yes. Do one aggressive. I think an extra two D six against a specific kind of foe. So like a tribe of people, a, well, I guess a specific kind, right? So like humanoids, Uh like base damage forever. Mm. See, because it's okay. So, so in Pathfinder D and D, they have Bane Bane weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not unbalanced. But plus two to beasts or something like that. Mm. But you say like humanoids, beasts, monsters. Yeah. Um, giant. Well, it has to be a specific kind of monsters. Giants yeah, are their we, own thing. Well, we can invent those subcategories as we go on. Do you want 2d6 or we'll just increase your tier by five? That's good. Increase tier by five? Okay. Plus five damage class. Because that sounds terrifying. And then you remember... This is someone who is probably heavily going down Citadel. <laughs> but you remember, you could be core champion. Yeah. Step one champion and go Citadel the rest of the way. Yeah. And not tank ever. Let's think of generic things, things that are not specific images, right? Uh-huh. So stripes, chevrons. Checkers. Yeah. Well, you'd say like a four panel. It's a four panel yeah. image. So yeah, okay. We'll say stripes give you plus one endurance. Okay. I don't know if the wavy lines. I don't know what they're called, but uh... a shield background, like just a shield. Signs, S I N E S. You know, yeah. right? Sine wave oh, mm-hmm. that gives you plus one to dodge. Chevron, Bane. Okay, and the plus two to hit on opportunity attacks. Diagonal line. Yeah. Wait. So how's that different from stripes? <laughs> like, well, we need we need a term, right? So say diagonal line for plus two to hit. It's called a bend. A bend. The diagonal yeah. line. Bend sinister. And then the stripes could be horizontal or vertical stripes, but not both. Mm. Mm. Okay. I like that. Mm. Also, uh, feel free to house rule that at home and have some fun with it. Hell yeah. yeah. Draw whatever you want. But the idea is to give you a base. Yeah. So now it's pick two. Yeah. Okay. So we, we introduced the concept of heraldry. It, it also makes it easier. Like, I don't know how to draw. And they're like, they have a guide. It'll be fine. Yeah. You could do this in Photoshop. So we introduced the concept of heraldry. And it's like, you begin to be known. You get to decide what your crest is uh-huh. and what it looks like. You get to pick two, one from this side, one from this side. We got the sine wave, diagonal line, uh, and then horizontal ver- vertical stripe and chevrons. We'll say from, what's, what's a term that we can use to call that half? What? The, the, just the lines. Like what, what's a term we'd use for that? What, you said, you said um, the sinister what? Bend. Bend is the, of a diagonal line. Uh-huh. And then sinister just means left. Left, yeah. Yeah. It would just be whichever way your line's going. Okay. But they just call them lines? Bend, yeah. Well, that's a bend. Yeah. 
But if you have okay, if if you have a horizontal line, they just call it a line. Sure, if you can have just a horizontal line, but vertical, we'll call it whatever we want because we don't need to abide by bullshit that was made we, up in the 1700s. We don't. Yeah, samurai. We could call it flourish. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Thesaurus background. They're called ordinaries. That works. I like that actually. So let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give them the actual name that they have here. Horizontal stripe across the seal shield is called a fess. Nice. And it's a pale if it's vertical. Okay. So I'll say fess or pale. I want to play that game, fess or pale. Diagonal line is a bend. Fess. Pale. Damn. <laughs> um, they don't have the the wavy lines. Let's remove those. And okay. let, let's actually let's let's make fess the hor- uh the plus one endurance and remove the sign to make the vertical plus one to dodge. So that's pale. Alright, I'm gonna make little symbols on here so I can keep track of them. So they also have a cross, which is it makes sense. Chevron, you know what that is. Yeah. A diagonal cross is called a saltier mm-hmm. or a Saint Andrew's cross. We can introduce these later. And uh or, at the or top we could leave crosses out. Yeah. A bar at across the top of the shield uh-huh. is called a chief. A border is a bordure. It's a border. <laughs> it is a border. And uh, and when you have two diagonal lines, so imagine a triangle coming yeah, down yeah. of color, uh, that's called a pile. Would you like to look at this as well? We'll use those next. So yeah. um, let's keep the chevron out. Okay. Because these are all straight lines so okay. far. Let's remove the chevron and do the chief. chief. Yeah, yes. the chief across the top. Okay, cool. That feels good. So tell me, you, you, hit, you hit step four as Citadel. You now get the concept of heraldry. You start. You can start building your heraldry. You get to pick two things. I, I say I only care about damage. So I'm picking a beast to get plus two flat damage uh-huh. and a chief to get plus five increased tier to a specific enemy type. That sounds appropriate, yeah. right? Like I've got, the, I've got the line across the top of my heraldry and I've got a picture of the thing I want to kill yep. <laughs> on there. Or the thing that represents your house that kills the thing. Exactly. If I want, if I'm just worried about movement, I will get a pale, which is the, the, the middle stripe, and I'll have it bisect a picture of a cloud. Cool. Something like that. Yep. Like a feel flat or any form of that is negative 10 to hit. Yeah. <laughs> and you can do, can you, you can do dodge and speed. That's what I, that's what I just described. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other combination would be five HP and plus one endurance. Yeah. That is a man-made structure and a horizontal line. Those are all, all they surprisingly work, functionally yep. work together as things. Great. All right. And Good the plus, job, everyone. Plus two to composure checks would be a non-martial object, like, you know, a book or a uh-huh. microphone, <laughs> something like that. And uh, plus two to hit on opportunity attacks be the diagonal line. And it's fine. It's like a, a beer mug. Yeah, that chalice. would work. That would work. Yeah, chalice for sure. I feel good about this. I think if I get both of those at step four... And I get to choose it, and I, I'm going to draw it on my character sheet. Let's be real. That's oh, fun. you might hand-make a t-shirt to show up. Yeah. Not only the mechanics, but the role play is just so important yeah. of what you can do with this and what you should do with this. And you don't have to. And but. it's and it, I, I do think it's a weird draw for maybe some characters who are, like, looking in between. You know, you've gone a couple steps down champion. You've mm-hmm. gone a couple steps down. Somebody who feels left out, left out in the cold for not having a paladin. Yeah. And zealotry doesn't do... I mean, zealotry is its own thing now. Like, yeah. it's not it's not fulfilling okay. the paladin role. You, you might take a step and then get this one literally just to have this. Mm-hmm. One, because it's very versatile and you get to plug holes in your character, which is nice for a melee character. And two, yeah, you, 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 want, a, you want a standard. Yeah. You want... You want you want to have a flag to wave? The gods of Earth are silent, so you have to make your own way. Uh, can that literally be the tagline on the front of the book? The gods of Earth are silent, so you have to make your own way? I like that. We have no paladins. No one is coming to your aid. We have no gods, only paladins. Okay, so I like command step four as we have it right now, which is emergency relief, where immediate action, you rush to help an ally, and uh, somebody gets to take an, a free attack. Uh-huh. Or, no, you tell an ally to rush towards the other ally, the fallen ally. Yes. That one's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then allies add plus two, two plus your intellect to the damage of attacks that you grant. Those are good. Those are solid. Let's save standard bearer for step five. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll do something similar with heraldry, but it'll be less complicated. 
Like your your standard should be something simple, yeah. Like comparison, and yeah, and we can do that. And then I think if we're doing it through command, get rid of the concept of the NC, N, NPC. Oh, the squire. Yeah. yeah, you have you you delineate a party member at yeah. that point. That fits better with command. I think Citadel oh. Citadel should get it. Should get a squire. Yeah, yeah, and that Eventually. should be an NC, NPC. But let's talk about let's talk about what a squire will do. And in reality, what a squire's job is to do is is to provide a passive bonus by maintaining your shit. Yeah. Right? Like, they learn from you and stuff, but they're, they're not supposed to be the person who fights. You no. are supposed to be the person who fights. So They're logistical support. Yeah. They should just be providing a passive bonus if we do that anyway. So let's save that. Let's put that down the road. I love the idea of it, but... Yes. But what if way later down the road there was, like, a man-at-arms? That sounds cool. Yeah. That trains everybody? Well, like, someone who could assist in a more of a less passive mm-hmm. way. So, like, you... you uh, but should you get that in Citadel? So, here, so. Here's, here's the thing. Squire, Citadel, 100%. Yes. We, we all agree on yes. this. Man-at-arms sounds more like a man. Yeah. That sounds like somebody who runs their own keep. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's, it sounds... Uh, I don't know. It's different. Again, for a way to Citadel to get a crossbowman. Just mm-hmm. hanging out with him. Oh, you can do that. You just yell at your guy next to you, and you're like... Dude, go step one marksman, dick. You know what'd be interesting is if further down, let's say step ten Citadel, anyone who wears your heraldry in your group gets a bonus related to the ones oh, that you have. Oh, that would be great. Like you're you're you are so such a good example of, of this and you're so well known that your symbol You could literally just call that nightly example. Yeah, something like that. So like phalanx, but you don't have to be right next to each other. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Well, but it would be specific to the ones you've picked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you get that and you're like, oh, they have a, what, plus two, plus one to movement? Plus two to movement? That one you Plus can't one really, to speed. Yeah, you can't really divide that up. And, oh, man, but if you No, a, you don't divide it. But like, like if that becomes a plus two to speed yeah, by then, step 10, and then you get they, one. Everybody to, else gets plus one. That would, you'd be like, I'm a raiding knight. Yeah, but you're, like, but you're like, we are a, we are an ordered group. Yeah, you know, no, that sounds awesome. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, that sounds dope. A and raiding, then, raiding knight is a real knight and yeah. an actual knight. <laughs> what actual knights did. Okay, one more thing. And I just kind of want to, let's put this bee in our bonnet and kind of toss it around a little bit. Crafting. Uh-huh. Crafting things other than potions. Okay. Armor. Uh-huh. Socketing an item uh, so that you can put, you can, you can make mm-hmm. it magical. And then making those things to put in the socket uh-huh. is it like ritual is it like a ritual or is it like creating potions more of a ritual i would say. ritual ritual for the magic item but not for creating the armor or socket. oh no i'm still saying ritual for making making a chest piece isn't a thing that you do in 12 hours no no it's not well no i, I think i think we we think of like max you have mm-hmm. blacksmithing experience it may take a month to make a, a, a chess piece, if you're if it's scale mail, God, how yeah. long is that going to take? But is that something that you want to be doing on on the hoof, right? Or is that something we should set up a system for NPCs to do for you and create rules for it? I think both. You should be able to do it and engage with mm-hmm. that if you want to. The idea that you would do that while adventuring would be crazy. But if if you have a time skip mm-hmm. and you're like, you have three months, like you have three months where nothing is going to happen. You're waiting for this to happen. You can do whatever you want. And if you like, if you just sit there and you're like, I would like to make four things of half plate. And mm-hmm. you're like, why? And he's like, I want them different colors for different days of the week. Because yeah. fuck you. You should be able to do that. But you can, you go into a village yeah, and you say, can I rent your smithy yeah. for the day? I want to make something. You should be able to do that. Yep. Yeah. If you had a week off, you could make... Yeah. You could completely rearm your entire party. You could make 100 spears. Like, as long as you had yeah. the supplies, you could just... If you bring the supplies into a smithy and you're like, hey, I'll, can I just rent time? That's all I want. I've got the materials. I want to make my own shit. I'm not... And I'll just pay you. I'll pay you just for the, use, the time mm-hmm. I'll use it and I'm not going to use it the whole time. Like, if you're like, I'm going to make a hauberk and I know yeah. how... And I've got the materials. It's not going to take you a month to make it. No. You're 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 mm-hmm. you're good to go. If you're making some filigree shit, like yeah, it, it, it's only like real non-utility stuff that takes forever. You could make if you have a muddy area and access to tinder and access to like a good enough crucible, you can make a extremely high carbon steel sword in the desert. You know, <laughs> without without too much else. Like, mm-hmm. well, I guess you need bellows. You would need some way to to keep that fire super hot if you had a fire mage that's true hmm okay that would be funny 
Yeah. So keep it coming. Yeah. I, I know. I know. I'm a little tired. So let's think about this way. Okay. So assume that it's something you're only going to do in the presence of a forge uh-huh. or a you know a smithy or, or somebody who has the materials. Right. You would carry your own tools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't carry your own tools, that's fine. But you're not going to get the bonus that you'd get from like that an alchemist gets from having an alchemist kit. I agree. Yeah. You get your. You have blacksmith's tools. Should the first thing you learn? I think the first thing you learn how to make though. As a smithy is tools. Yes, but you are better with the tools that you made than with somebody you're borrowing. Some of them you're yeah, borrowing from yeah. the smith. So that's I'm what just saying. You would sit down and be like, "All right, first thing, gonna make my own hammer." Yeah. So blacksmith tools. Yeah, uh, that's what you. Yeah, but you also can make them, which is like, yeah, like, yeah. You can make your own blacksmith kit, but that takes time. Yeah, and time is the resource that we're. And what town with. would not have a blacksmith? Like, would not have a smithy? I don't know. Uh, a really shitty one. Well, it wouldn't be a town then. I'm talking about an actual yeah. town. Yeah. Not a crofter's village or anything, but like you would have the availability. Mm-hmm. And everything doesn't have to be a run to the cave, fight the bad guy, you know. Right. Fancy shit requires more time. And by yes. fancy, we're not talking about utility. No, we're talking about looks, aesthetics. Right. But if you if you want to make a hauberk and then paint your fucking heraldry on it. Yeah. That's I mean painting is nothing. <laughs> it takes no time. So there needs to be costs associated with these type of things like how much it costs to rent a blacksmithy a smithy for a period of time and it's not nothing that guy's not working while you're there you know mm-hmm. but if he's making slightly less than what it would take for him to put effort into a thing he'll probably be fine with it sure or if he's not breathing also true you immediately jump to murder so fast well it's the kind of game we're talking about yeah. you know i mean like people are going to play it that way for sure um okay so how long does it take to craft armor like, does it take longer to craft, craft a hauberk than a gauntlet? Probably the opposite way around, right? Gauntlets are tougher. Yeah, There's a lot, a lot of, of moving parts. Many moving parts. Mm-hmm. What we'll say, plate mail is easier than. Well, okay, because we we just we break it into light, medium, and heavy. Yes, light is gambeson, boiled leather, that kind of thing, right? That doesn't take a lot of time. Well, there's a process with gathering flax and creating you know gambeson mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But if you just go to, you can do it. But let's say it takes the same amount of time to create a gambeson to create a leather with uh, sewn-in plates and a hauberk. The the time difference between those isn't very substantial. Isn't big enough to note. No. The cost of materials, however, might be. Yes. Mm-hmm. And let's say you can make a much fancier sewn-in plate, then your hauberk would be kind of mm-hmm. nitty-gritty. But it function. If you want something fancy and you only have a certain amount of time. All right. Well, let's let's just deal with mm-hmm. the utility version of both. Okay. Of, of all, of all, utility, of all three. Right. Yeah. And we can add on stuff later. What's the time period? A week? It'll take you a week to create create a gauntlet, or forty eight hours. Forty eight hours. Yeah. How far along are you in the process? So let's say for like, do you have to forge your own steel? That would be an added. Again, let's think of it. Smelt. As, I mean, let's let's think of this as a ritual. It starts with a base thing, uh, a base difficulty based on it, and if you don't have to forge steel, that removes a large amount of time from it. Yeah, if you don't have to do that. Let's just think of in terms of time. Yeah. That's yeah, that's so smithy. But let's let's think of the longest possible time it would take you as long as you're at a smithy. Okay. I would say smelting is at least 24 hours. Yep. Once you've smelted it into a ingot or several, you need to get your forging down. Everything from this point forward is heating hitting over and over and yeah. over i would say that's a full week at least right i don't think it's a full week our weeks are 10 days remember yeah i don't know that depends like are you like farkin is a blacksmith do you know what you're doing or do you not know what you're doing if you know what you're doing maybe three days you know mm-hmm. to create two full gauntlets yeah ready to go well well let's let's again let's start thinking about gauntlets let's think about light medium heavy armor let's yeah. think about the yeah let's not think about the finicky bits okay well i mean if we're talking about heavy armor is a full suit which yeah. we're not that's not what we're talking about but if we're thinking full suit it's your couple weeks right i mean i don't think there's any no of course you're under a month but yeah you might be better off just buying shitty armor and making it better which actually is true in reality. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, but does it take you know twenty days to create a full set of light armor, pants, gambeson? No. Gloves. Um, That's still a couple hours. Let's do one week for everything then. So, what's the point of a profession of blacksmith at that point? Oh, I think hmm, do it should, like a ritual. It reduces the time and effort required. You just you you don't have to remeasure. You just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not a blacksmith if you're making a gambeson. You're a tailor, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
let's let's say let's say 20 days to make a full suit of anything and this includes light armor even though you're a tailor i don't think it would take that long this is before your blacksmithing skill comes into play you roll to see how short a time you could do it in okay because of yeah, your skill i like that okay i still i still just don't think cloth armor would take take a week no but if you've got everything set up it won't it, it's just there's secondary problems with like dying things that take time because they just have to sit in there for 24 hours like stuff like that takes takes a while you're dying your stuff i thought we were going just brass tacks oh yeah well well, i mean i've never seen an undyed gambeson that's i've seen completely Mm -hmm. unadorned armor Hmm. but that's a good that's a good point though collect all the pee to yeah i think i think you could do do just functional light armor in like five days in half a week if you had the leather yeah, if you if the, if you had the letter, if you had the if you have to weave your own linen, yeah, man, that could be that's, a pain. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's what we're talking about too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have to tan your own leather and and do your own weaving, yeah, that two weeks is fine. Okay, so let's just say twenty days. That's where an armorer would be a more of an all encompassing thing. Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For every two over ten, it reduces it by one day. All right. Well, let's let's test that because that might be too few. Uh, bonus is blacksmithing is intelligence, right? Or would it be dexterity? It'd be dexterity. Craft is dexterity, okay. so probably index. So I'm a blacksmith. I've got two index, maybe. You know, yeah. two index plus five. That's seven plus five. So I've reduced it by one day because I'm at twelve. That's not that was, a, that was a low roll though. Yeah, I rolled a five. But yeah, people will roll a five. I mean, they will, and they'll reduce it by a day for rolling a five. Although that's five with um, like. Not max, but, but close to it. All of my bonuses, right? Yeah. Um, so maybe we start like at... being being a blacksmith on its own should just be a full day, eat like easy. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't attempt this if you're not a blacksmith. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah you okay. would you would hire the black like like just say like you if it's not within the scope of your profession, like yeah. you're like I'm like Frixa would be like, oh, I'll rent the blacksmith, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll just start banging around on shit. Like if if you don't know this one, you can't attempt it. The crafting and alchemy, you can't okay. attempt, right? So any crafting uh, profession, because you're just gonna fucking kill yourself with alchemy. <laughs> you yeah, blow shit up, make Drink poison. poison. Yeah. <laughs> so how about it starts at five, removes a day for every two. And try that again. So this is a plus seven. Um. So thirteen plus seven is twenty. So it's removed uh ten days. So it's down to ten days. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it works. Okay, and it feels appropriate. I rolled a thirteen. That's that's not enough. That's a pretty good roll. Remove and you it. had a lot of bonuses, right? Cut, cut the time in half with a twenty. Yeah, that's solid. Okay, and what the max you could you could have gotten considering this character was twenty seven. Yes, with this character, so it would have been ba- down to like seven days, which is still yeah, the max you can get. Fine if you min max at at character creation is twenty nine. So six. you'd remove one more day. Yeah, six days. Yeah, yeah. which is still enough time to feasibly get it done if you're real quick about shit yeah that's eight hours a day you're not pulling a 24 hour no okay so we'll say 20 days difficulty five i would i would say though if you rolled really well part of the representation of that is oh you did it you you pulled a couple 10 hour days because you know you don't expend a lot of energy when you do it you're very well practiced you're not yeah to keep it going so if we think in terms of crafting items that uh-huh. are not potions that a successful roll reduces the amount of time it takes not improves its quality. Uh-huh. I feel like we're on the right track. Yes. Now, what about when we want to improve the quality? That is going to be from the quality of the materials used. So let's say I've got my full suit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Already got it. Where yeah. I'm, I'm dripping in, in, in steel. I want to socket one of these okay. things so that it can accept a magical enchantment. I don't think it takes 20 days to no. socket an item, but I think the difficulty is high. Yes. Right. So, so that's five. Reduce duration by one day for every two. Let's make it 15. Uh-huh. If I have a plus nine, I'm not that worried about not getting 15. But um, it starts at 15, and uh, for every two above that, you reduce the duration by one day. Okay. If you don't make 15... How long is... It, so is this creating the socket, putting the item in? No, this is just creating a socket. Okay. Putting the item in should be relatively easy. Maybe it takes eight hours of work or, or one hour of work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But we're talking about like... We're talking about finicky engraving. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, or or um, like adding support to it so that if you put something, if you put something in here that increases the amount of force that the armor can take, it actually spreads out throughout the armor. Uh-huh. Just just if you want to visualize it in this way, 
Um, so what are you thinking? Four days? Five days? I think five days. Five days. Five days to socket an item. Mm-hmm. Half a week. Yeah, but I'm not even. I'm not even thinking it would be just putting a hole in something or strengthening it. It was like you have to put engraving lines mm-hmm. with yeah. maybe a little bit uh, of just something to move it through the rest of the armor. To uh, yeah, yeah. If you can't, if you can't meet a fifteen, it just you can't do it. You spend the full time and you fail. You you spent five days, nothing happened. You're like, sorry, I'll have to try again. And is this something? You need, I think you need an access. You need access to an anvil and blacksmith's tools to do this, and an engraver. Well, actually, you can be you can be the black, engraver. Well, I was going to say blacksmith's tools. You can make an engraver. Fifteen. I could easily roll a twenty-five and get the socketing down to one day. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. We feel good about that. I feel. Okay, yeah. That's that's good. Okay. So how do we? So now let's think at the table. We're playing the game. Okay. I want to socket an item. When we talk about days of work. Uh-huh. It's not 24 hours spent. No. It's 8 to 10. Yes. You know, of, of work. So could it be something that like, oh, we, well, you know, I worked on it today while we were doing a thing. And at night we're going to go out and do whatever. Just put it back on. I'll keep improving it as we yeah. go. Like, so it's something that you could keep coming back to without leaving the person without their gear uh-huh. for whatever you're doing in a city yeah. or something. Okay. And you say, I want to improve my armor. Okay, cool. I'm going to try to socket your armor now. I have access to it. It's the next thing I'm doing. And it's going to take... 17 plus 7, so 24, I can do it in, um, what's 24 minus 15? 9. I can do it in okay. 2 days. Yeah. Right, because it reduced it by 3. Yeah, I can do it in 2 days. So you already you just start and start working on it. So 2 days is going to pass before you can attempt to do anything else, because you will be spending it doing this. And if you have craft as your talent, you roll twice and use the higher. Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay, I think that's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's solid. We feel good about this? Yeah, I've been waiting for that to get into the game. I think more of that is fun. Mm-hmm. Should there should there be any bonus associated with creating armor specifically for you? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think you're be- I don't think a blacksmith is better at making swords for himself than anybody else, except right. for he might put in more time because he has the more time, you know. He or she. Uh so okay, let's let's end it here. I like where all of this is going, especially heraldry. I'm, as soon as I thought of it, I got very excited. So we're going to stop it here, and uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, you can find us on Patreon if you want to talk about your favorite ideas around things like heraldry and stuff like that, and the bonuses that you would later associate with them. You can find us on patreon.com slash RPGFS. At every tier, we've got something for you, it, especially if you're trying to drum up a game among your friends as well. You can find us at facebook.com slash RPGFS. You can find us on Twitter at homebrewombres. And you can also find us on Instagram at RPG from Scratch, all one word. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We cannot tell you how much we love that you are enjoying this as much as we are. So until next time, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.